The DC president steps down, a new Star Wars film is added to the slate, and Jake Gyllenhaal teams with the extraction director for the new film. What is up, everybody, and welcome back to Freeze Frame, brought to you by Strictly Casual, the show where we stop to take a moment to discuss all the heavily talked about news of the week, having to do with movies, TV, streaming, and pop culture. I'm one of your hosts, Vincent DeSantis, joined today by the one and only Ryder Maldonado. Welcome to episode 85. Guys, give us a review. Let us know what you think on audio platforms. It helps us out a bunch. Hop in the Discord to stay up to date and join our community. We got TikTok for quick updates, news, anything or end news on pop culture. We got Instagram and Twitter to stay connected with us as well. And you can check out the latest videos on our YouTube channel. Ryder, how you doing? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling real bamboozled this morning. I'll tell you what. Why? <laughs> we Why hopped on and uh, I tell you, what, I was so tired that I thought I saw a Ant-Man trailer, but it was from mm. a fake Marvel Studios account that looks so real. You know, it's oh, those man. ones where they have the, the seven, the circle sure. badge instead of a checkmark badge. Yeah. Yeah, so I feel real bamboozled and real, real defeated. But you know, I what? just instant mute. I just instant mute all those. Like, <laughs> yeah, I sh- all I my really all those, those retweets and stuff that I get on my timeline. It says you've muted this account. I'm like, good, and I just keep scrolling. <laughs> oh, yeah, like, yeah. if I really wanted to see it, I mm-hmm. click view. That's good. Thing. <laughs> but it's, it's a, a sad thing. time. Sad times, but doing good. Early morning. Good. What's the quote of the week last week? Uh, let's see, the last one is starts uh stars Bilbo Baggins because of you know the theme of Rings of Power. If you guys got it. We have it in the Discord, so you guys can hop in. It's the quote was, "Do you want me? Oh, yeah, I'll yeah. say the quote is not all those who wander are lost." That was Bill Baggins. Isn't the theme of Rings of Power? You know, they've just finished, so might as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we have we have some fun kind of you know new format, of course, like always. Like we're getting a second week of trying it out, so let's go ahead and get into it if you want to start in. Yeah, let's jump into the first piece of major news today, and that is DC Films President Walter Hamada has left the building. Uh, this comes from Variety, I believe. Uh, he turned down a producing deal to make a clean break as the search for DC's Kevin <laughs> Feige continues. What a weird, th- what a weird statement. Like ten years ago, would we have this statement? Isn't that weird? no? Well, I guess like they, fifteen they, to years now. Yeah, but. putting so much pressure on even Kevin Feige. It's like, what am I? You know, I'm just a producer. Yeah. Like, well, president now, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. After 15 years at Warner Bros. and four as the president of DC Films, Walter Hamada has finally left the Burbank CA lot. Uh, sources tell Deadline the exec is waiting for the senior Warner Bros. Discovery brass to finalize his exit payout. Hamada has run DC since 2018, and re- so only four years, and re-upped in January 2021 with a contract that was supposed to take him through 2023. Hamada will be the fifth Warner Bros. motion picture uh, studio executive to leave since David Zaslov took the reins from the newly merged Warner Bros. Discovery following Warner Bros. motion picture group's chairman, Tomi Emmer- Emmerich, president mm-hmm. of production and development, uh, Courtney Valenti, <laughs> Velatney, uh, motion picture COO Carolyn Blackwood, and animation group EV, uh, EVP Allison Abate. All that, all that is saying yeah. that he's that was like a he's succession line of yeah <laughs> yeah of he's like people. do you want to do you want to like run this do you want to run exactly. like we're we're doing something new and everyone's like yeah. I don't know if I can do this like you know there's a lot right. What else do we have here? Even um, uh, Hamada knew his days were numbered and that uh, this this would be the outcome even before he met with Zaslav. Uh, who has been very transparent in his desire to bring an executive like Marvel Chief Kevin Foggy to run DC across all mediums. Zaslav recently courted, courted former Warner's, Warner Development exec and Lego movie producer Dan Lin for the post, which we actually talked about a couple weeks back, uh, and former Fox Chief Emma Watts has long loomed 
as a possible head. Um, man, it just seems like if people are like saying like, no, it's almost like I, I can understand how stressful. And again, the yeah. pressure to like, okay, you want me to like take us in a new direction? And if they're, I wonder if they're throwing around the Kevin Foggy name in the company. <laughs> yeah, I have like three big thoughts here. Mm-hmm. My number one is that how flattering to Kevin Feige that another yeah. company wants like not just imitate what he's like put in, but they want like a Kevin Feige type face mm-hmm. as well. I think two, I think they're too late. I think they're too late and not to say that they're too late to get off the ground for making movies. The direction that you need, like DC films is trying to, from this article and many other articles that we've read, their idea is the only way to succeed is to have one person at the helm making all those decisions and stuff. Mm-hmm. When I think we're seeing right now, in my opinion, that Kevin Feige is too spread thin with all of his projects. And now we're not getting as like high quality projects in, in my opinion. Uh, and so like, do they really want to imitate that? I don't know. I like, I don't know DC films. They're just seeing something that works and then wanting to jump on that when I believe that DC can make their own path and making very successful things as well. Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't think they need a one person show to run it all. Yeah. Put a, put a whole team, right? Like I'm surprised that there are so many executives that don't feel like they're, 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 they're confident enough or that they're well knowledge enough on, in the DC comics to say, okay, I think I know what characters we can bring and what the DC movies yeah. need. Like what, what, what does the audience want? Like, it seems like the rock lately has been, kind of the most vocal person out there of like, listen, I, I went up to the offices and I said, sure. do what the fans want. And it's like, okay, if you're getting stuff done, I mean, like, you know, I, 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 are they just, it's hard, I am, I'm sure, but. Oh, and it's pressure. rock lingo, you know, it's the rock, it's the rock yeah, saying what the I'm rock I'm sure there's more. He's more saying specific what the people want to hear, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, because I'm sure it wasn't just solely him, but I think because his no. production company, Seven Bucks, had a say in Black Adam, I think yeah. that he was like, okay, I can make some more executive calls here, like with what I want, with my movie, essentially. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not just I'm sure. DC now. Because um, I'm sure you've heard the news of different uh, stuff in Black Adam. I don't want to spoil it. Oh, yeah. It's all spoiled already. Yeah. It's okay. pointless. <laughs> pointless. Okay. Well, there's That's no deal sign that... Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I mean, spoilers for Black Adam. If you're on the internet at all, you know, if you don't want any spoilers for Black Adam, yeah. just, you know... I haven't said anything, so, you know... You haven't been spoiled yet. I feel like we can say it, it's <laughs> yeah. everywhere. You don't even okay. have to be a fan to like know. Okay, well, spoilers. Okay, so I'll say it too, just so it's off my conscience. Superman yeah, spoil- yeah. is returning. And it's like, in what capacity? Who knows? But if- No, and that's the thing. I I mean, people were looking. They, he doesn't even have a contract live with DC mm-hmm. right now. Yeah, he, he just came back and did this. It's the same thing he did in like Shazam. It was so dumb. They didn't. It wasn't even him. It wasn't even yeah, it wasn't him. Yeah. It was like just it's a shot with just the chest. Mm-hmm. And then what happened? I didn't see Aquaman. Wait, what was the Aquaman was the same? No, Peacemaker was the same Peacemaker. kind of capacity where they had the Justice League show up, but it was Aquaman and Ezra Miller as Flash and you know Jason Momoa as Aquaman. But they're all blacked out, right? You can't actually. Well, see them, them two show up, but then you also oh. see Batman and Superman, but they were like had shadows casted on them. You know, like Ben Affleck wasn't yeah. there and, and Henry wasn't there, but all of the Justice League was there. You know what I mean? <laughs> It's just silly, dude. I don't know. It doesn't yeah. make any sense to me. So but. if if The Rock is able to say, Henry, like, we're putting you in this movie and, like, I mean, he, The Rock had talked to about some of the leadership didn't even want Henry Cavill. Like, he said right. previous leadership said no to this. But now that there's, again, David Zaslov and with what they're trying to do, now they're like, yeah, bring Henry back. This is, sure. We'll have to wait and see. I don't know. It's hard to, like, I, I'm not. Mm-hmm. 
and 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 you know talking with you know my buddy Peyton you know with some of these movies that are getting early screenings and kind of like what their plan is with even canceling Batgirl dude it gets even more confusing <laughs> yeah I wish I sure. get to talk to you about some other stuff but dude it, it, trust sure me it's crazy this is just surface level the the bottom of the iceberg is like oh man such a Deep. cluster yeah sure <laughs> cluster Ugh. f of ugh, yeah stuff but Ugh. hey i wish them the best keep keep searching sad love you'll find them <laughs> yeah there's some good dc stories that yeah. uh i'd love to be told mm-hmm. i think i want matt reeves to do court of owls as his next oh god that'd be amazing that'd be the best that's dude. all i really care about mm-hmm. i don't really care about anything else happening in dc right now yeah Very, like a political drama oh man it'd be awesome It'd be great. Mm-hmm. I think that's right up the right in the area fits, that yeah. Matt Reeves is is a uh, forte yeah. executing mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Okay. Ryder, you're gonna intro this. You're okay. Here we go. Clip. Okay. In three, two, one. Oscar award-winning director Shamin Obey Chinoy is attached to direct a brand new Star Wars film with also the producer of Lost. Damon Lindelof confirmed to be writing and producing this film. We have some articles here. We have an article here from Hollywood Reporter getting into the details. Vince, what we got? Lindelof's involvement in in a Star Wars feature has long been rumored, along with Miss Marvel. Director Obiad Chinoy's involvement in a new development first reported Sunday night by Deadline. Reps for Lucasfilm and Obiad Chinoy were not available for comment. It is not known who Lindelof, Lindelof is working on the script with. There's some crazy names in this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's very early stages, of course, like we know. But Kathleen is, you know, they're, they're trying to build a roster for films now. So where did this come from? I, this is a rumor, but what is what is the rumor based on? Uh, like, how did this come out? How did How is this public news? Well, apparently there's been, like, talks of a secret Star Wars film now. Like, you know, like, they were like, okay, we got Tykes and Ryan Johnson's. This is, there was another one, apparently, going in, which which this is the first I'm hearing of it. And so, sure. I guess we yeah, just Yeah, but do we know. know how it came to light? Like... Did Deadline I, just dig in and find out find out that these two people were attached? Um. Well, yeah. I get. I, I think. Uh. Our, I think Kathleen Kennedy, uh, Kathleen was talking in an interview. Oh. And she was talking. Yeah. It just. I yeah. honestly feel like it came out of nowhere. Got it. That's yeah. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um. We have you also at this point. Lindelof rose to prominence. Of course, he did uh, Lost and The Leftovers and Watchmen. Uh. It says the features the he he has written multiple Star Trek films as well as Universal's The Hunt. Interesting. Um, yeah, and Obey Chinoy is already in the Disney fold as a as a helmer of Marvel and Disney Plus's Miss Marvel. Before the MCU, she came up as a documentarian, becoming the first Pakistan uh, Pakistani born filmmaker winning an Oscar. So that's pretty crazy. That's pretty She's, awesome. She has a <laughs> she has a huge uh, roster behind her. What could this possibly be? Right. Man, I don't know at this point because uh, there was another quote talking about Ryan Johnson. He still wants to do a trilogy, schedule yeah. permitting, like. Like the whole thing. So schedule permitting, is that what he said? Yeah, something like that where it's like we're just trying to figure out a schedule. Like weird. Yeah. Um because the other films that we have in the pipeline right now mm-hmm. is we have a f- film produced by Marvel Studios Kevin Feige, written by Loki's Mike Waldron. Kevin, we just can't get Kevin's name which... out of the dock. Every week he's in here. Damn it. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's like what is like okay, so Kevin Feige's doing a Star Wars project. Good for him. Why mm-hmm. not? And then we have Taika Waititi's film was officially announced, and he's directing the project in May 2020. Wait, oh, he had, he was announced yeah, as directing mm-hmm. it in May 2020, with 1970 writer uh, Christy Wilson Carnes penning the script. Mm-hmm. So those are the confirmed ones with Ryan Johnson's trilogy, I guess, still also, happening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
we don't know when or where or what time period, but mm-hmm. with all of these, I just want High Republic so badly. I want to see the High Republic like on screen. Honestly, yeah. I think that's what a lot We've, of people are talking about. Yeah, there's so much story there to talk about. I, Man, it doesn't even have to follow the books which are coming out because mm-hmm. right now there's three mainline books plus like two mm-hmm. young adult novels, like five comics and a manga. Like all in a time period, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's just phase one. They're doing three phases of that. They're on the second phase of that right now. Um, yeah, absolutely. Like, there's so much content to go through for that. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Last we know of Star Wars, Bob Iger said, "Listen, it's a little too much, too fast." So that's why they shifted their focus to shows and streaming, which is why we've seen some good and some bad with Star Wars uh, on Disney Plus. But I think it's 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 cool to see that it's like okay, they're planning for the long haul, like five, ten years from now, and they're cooking up yeah. some stuff. But I guess, you know, time will tell what these are. <laughs> Besides, like, Pixar, Star Wars, and mm-hmm. Marvel, I think it's time for Disney to, like, have another flagship IP series and or stuff. IP yeah, yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. Because they will burn these out. We've, we've already seen that burnout start mm-hmm. in areas. Um, not that they can't bring that back and have it full-fledged glory again, but I think they do need that new IP to share some time with dude yeah for sure you can dive into a whole rabbit hole of how that deals with the parks and merchandising yeah but yeah <laughs> yeah that's all for another day but i'm with right. you they we need something new if it, hey if you got an idea let's let's start pitching it let's you know i can't so. complain about more star wars because man i love i love no, star yeah wars, yeah but yeah you never have too much <laughs> well i don't know we'll, we'll see we'll see in the coming years <laughs> okay, we'll the see. answer to that, yeah. is, is to that one well it, <laughs> there you have it that's <laughs> that's it uh but we also have yeah, so mm-hmm. the idea that Bob Iger was kind of like mm-hmm. told everybody to like pump the brakes a little bit on Star Wars See, was after Solo. I was um, able to figure it out. Because he's the first Star Wars movie to lose money, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wonder if they lose as much money. Here's here's a good question too. When a Star Wars show comes out, do you think Disney Plus gets more subscribers when it happens? Uh, or do they just say they're not losing money because they're already making a lot of money on the service? So they're like, okay, we're just pulling this much money to make a Star Wars show or pulling this much instead of like losing money yeah what are those quarterly stats looking like is are they on the up and up or is it just it's interesting i mean we see with andor right now it's like nobody's watching it well that's not true well no yeah but but like it doesn't seem like there's in comparison to like mandalorian season Mm -hmm. two or whatever which had the highest uh peak viewership it's crazy it's crazy Mm -hmm. and andor is so much better i watched the highest episode last night damn it was good go watch andor everybody you need it in your life it's really really good (laughs) good stuff Mm -hmm. Okay, that's, that's that, guys. Thank you so much for watching this clip. You can go on audio platforms, type in freeze frame anywhere you listen to podcasts. It'll be a little yellow box. It'll say freeze frame. Check out all the audio po- uh, podcasts right there for free. If you want to watch the entire video podcast, you can go on youtube.com slash casual, become a member right there. And you can have all of our video podcasts available for freeze frame and checkpoint. It's a lot of content right there. Thank you guys so much for watching. And we'll see you on the next one. Peace out. I didn't stop recording. Yeah. So there's an awkward part where I go. It's okay. <laughs> and then I end the recording. So I was like, I was okay. so used to you closing. I was like, you know. on YouTube, mm-hmm. I can just do the chop. Okay. The chop cool. at the end. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, moving on. This is kind of a cool one. Um, 300, the writer from 300, Kurt Johnstad, is going to be writing Profit, a new film starring Jake Gyllenhaal. This is an adaptation of the Deadpool co creator Rob Liefeld's comic. So <laughs> that's, that's a little bit. It took me a while to kind of figure out what that was. Another comic from him, uh, and it's being helmed by the director of Extraction, Sam Hargrave. 
Um, so I had no idea what it was. Luckily, this article from Hollywood Reporter talks about the okay. um, breakdown. Honestly, I'm just going to say it off the bat. sounds like Captain America. But it's kind of cool. Anyways. Okay, um, I have two questions before we get into mm-hmm. two questions. Is this, like, what is the name of, is it called I Profit? I think it's called That's Profit. the comic? Yeah, I believe so. And then, is this in a universe, or is this a separate thing? This is, this is like a this Dark is a, Horse yeah, comic it's or its own like separate thing. Um, Let's see. If I look up, like, Profit, Rob Liefeld. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's its own comic from him, though. But, yeah, the <laughs> the graphics look pretty cool. It is more of a comic, I'd say. Oh, but you know what? Right here, it looks like he's teamed up with Cable. Never mind. It might be Marvel. I didn't know it was Marvel, but it's not going to be in the Marvel universe. It's like a whole. They're just making their own movie. It's not. It's Cable. That's pretty cool. Yeah. There's a lot of uh, comics here. Like I'm looking at covers of uh, just him solo, but there are a couple where he teams with Cable. Well, the character from. Cool. Cool art. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I'm getting into some details here from Hollywood Reporter. Um, the character is a man out of time. Uh, think, you know, the man out of time idea paired with the super soldier serum concept. Uh, it was introduced by Liefeld, Liefeld in the pages of Youngblood, his creator-owned comic he wrote and drew after famously leaving Marvel in the early 1990s. The character was then spun off into his own book. So I guess there is a relationship with Marvel, but then he you know, made, made it his own thing. Sure. Comic focused Good on man. John Prophet, a man conscripted by Germans near the end of World War II and subjected to scientific experiments that gave him superhuman strength. Uh, in the revival of the comic in the 2010s, the story was thrust 10,000 years into the future, which I guess makes sense for the the, the cover art now. It looks so yeah. futuristic. Um, Studio it's Project Prophet is a man who volunteers for a German experiment Oh, near the end of World War II in order to f- feed his family. The bombing buries him alive and traps him underground for 20 years. He reawakens in 1965 to a world that has moved on without him. Okay, well, that's... Very, so, yeah. that is Captain America. Uh, yeah, yeah, kind of a Captain America concept, but... Yeah. Captain German now, yeah. That's what this is going to be. <laughs> I see it very action-packed because of Sam uh, sure. being such, you know, amazing stunt stunt guy first and then a director now. And then, of course, Jake Gyllenhaal, you know, he goes all in. I mean, now he's doing um, Ra- uh, Roadhouse, right? I think Roadhouse is the name of that movie. Is he? The classic Patrick Swayze. Yeah, Jake he's is... He's redoing like, it? He's redoing it, yeah. That's in the works right now. Oh, very doing all kinds of stuff. <laughs> and Extraction has great uh, action, mm-hmm. so we can count on that. It was a pretty forgettable movie for me, but like the action was pretty awesome. So, yeah, I, cool. I put this because I was like, okay, something a little different. I didn't. I had no idea it was connected to Marvel. I thought it was just like its own like graphic novel thing. Oh no, yeah, but yeah. still, hey, kind of cool. I'm, I'm, I was. What I, else I, has I put Kurt here Johnstad uh, written? Sorry, oh, go yeah. for it. No, no, you could. Yeah, I was like, man, it's it's cool when there's like good concept art, like we saw with the Berserker too, right? With Keanu Reeves, I want more graphic yeah. novels coming to life if they have good stories that you know right. want to be told. But so, Kurt Johnstead has done 300, 300 Rise of an Empire, Atomic Blonde. Okay, he did Act of Valor, and he's doing um, uh, Snyder's Rebel Moon. Oh dang, that's well, right. He wrote it. And there was a lot of talks about that, and then that kind of like died off because I know they're working on it. But yeah, that one's gonna be huge. Hopefully, when's yeah? When are we getting that? When is Rebel Moon? So action-packed stuff. Bottom line, that's some that's some big action stuff that he's worked on. Yeah, profit. Okay, I'll, I'll just keep my eye off for this. <laughs> yeah, I don't have many thoughts on profit, but do you know what I do have lots of thoughts on, Ryder? Some of this light news topics, like oh yeah. 
the first teaser for Succession Season 4, which debuted before the House of Dragon premiere or uh, finale last night. Damn, it was a good trailer. When I tell Quick. you, I was already crying. Just hearing that music, dude, it, what it does to me, it triggers these moments of me. Mm. And I'm like, you're kidding. I just start getting into it. I'm like, ah. I was on a podcast with someone last night, and they mm -hmm. said... Uh, uh, Succession's like the closest we'll get to modern day Shakespeare. I was like, so funny. It what really is so Shakespearean, <laughs> yeah. man. It's like, you know, having done theater in high school, it's like, man, reminiscent of Hamlet and like some of the best betrayals that Shakespeare sure. wrote. And it's like, oh, it's yeah. so good. Um, there were some moments in the trailer. I don't know. We don't have to dive into it. I know it's like, but like the, all the siblings seem to be going against the father, which is something after four, after, you know, three seasons we haven't seen before. So should be yeah. could be a good shakeup, and of course Tom and Greg are together, and yeah, uh, and we also see um, Tom, like Tom and uh, oh, Shiv, Shiv, like have a talk, and I'm like, oh god, this is gonna hurt. this is gonna hurt. I know, bad. I'm so excited for that conversation because it's like I'm on I'm, Team Tom though. Yeah, I mean, she had it coming. She had it coming. There was a twist at the end of the last season, but it was building. It's very obvious where it was going. I'm with Tom on almost everything he does. Mm -hmm. I'm, and, but I'm with the, I'm with the siblings. Like I want yeah. the siblings to succeed, but I also want Tom and Greg to succeed. Yeah. So it's like I don't really know. Dude, Greg is a dark horse. We could see him going like full, full evil and taking over, <laughs> which would be great. It'd be wild. Um, Doctor Who fans, David Tennant is coming back in a new season for a couple episodes, as well as Catherine Tate. Uh, they're gonna be coming back for three special episodes. Uh, in November 2023 with, um, oh man, the new Doctor Who is an actor from Sex Education, the show on Netflix. Let's see. Their name is, um, so I'm going to butcher this, Nkuti Gatwa. Sweet. Yeah. So that's the new Doctor Who. But David Tennant's coming back, which I, I even realized is huge. Like, Yeah, that is giant. Like, no way home. <laughs> it's like, oh, they're bringing back the old one. Oh yeah, the, the, doc, the doc Who fans. How many doctors ago was he? Mm, I want to say two or three, because it was. Re I mean, it wasn't that old. You know. How many seasons does each Doctor do? A couple. A couple, yeah, three, maybe two. I don't, I'm, I'm. So it could again, be I'm ten not, years. Yeah. Could be ten years since. Okay. Ten yeah, that's true. Years really wise, that's yeah. That's a long time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The last Doctor, I think she just wrapped up her last episode in this week or month. So now mm -hmm. they're getting ready for the new season. The trailer's out. This, you know? They're just coming back for a three episode dealio. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which is interesting. Mm -hmm. um, we have Lex Luthor is in league with the Supernatural Titans season four part one trailer. Yeah, but I gotta get back on this because it looks like Gotham Knights now. So yeah, you know anything DC, I'm like, oh, I want to dive back in. The trailer is all right, but I watched a little bit of season one. It's very mature. Hmm. Very mature yeah. for it. Um, it looks CW esque, so I don't know if I'm. Yeah, it, it is. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I heard I heard it like really turns around though like season three is awesome but I don't know it's pretty violent um something you should be excited for Tales Tales of the Jedi coming in three I days cannot wait for this are you kidding me Qui-Gon Jinn baby he's back we're gonna get Count Dooku's origin story oh my god like there's so it's much good, good stuff. stuff Ahsoka's back this week oh, yeah. Anakin's back this week like oh my god what a time what a time it's good good time good time to be a Star Wars fan I guess real quick, I do want to ask you about Andor because now I feel like we haven't talked about it. Just well, I'm sorry, I forget we talk about that at the end. Never mind. Do it, yeah. Talk, <laughs> ask me. Well, yeah. So, what'd you think of Andor? <laughs> that was well, the last episode. Okay. What'd you think? Of I saw up to the heist, so I'm still an episode behind. Okay. Well, um, that kind of little arc. What'd you? What'd you? I thought it was good. I thought that arc didn't start well. 
Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if I liked, oh, let's just, it felt very random. Like, after the first arc to, like, let's just drop Andor in with these new characters. Mm-hmm. Also, one of the guys in Andor is from The Bear. I'm watching The Bear yeah, right now also. How funny dude, is that? It's crazy. So good. Um, I, Yeah, the arc started a little rocky for me. I was like, I don't know if I love all the characters. And, like, I, their mission seems pointless to Andor's character. Mm-hmm. But I think that's the point is, like, it is pointless to him and kind of. Yeah, you see in episode seven the fallout of this mission and what it is. Um, I mean, episode seven is called Announcement. Um, So what this is, the significance is, I think this is the first time the Rebels have planned an attack against the Empire that was was effective and vocal. Like, it was everywhere. Like, everyone's like, what's going on? So, And you see that on the Empire side, kind of talks. Yeah, I'm excited to see that. The fallout is really cool. I really like Andor. I think Andor is really good. Yeah. Excited about that. I, I saw that, you know, of course, no one's talking about it. And even that is something to talk about when it's like, yeah, why is it not like, what, there's no cameos? The story is not as action packed. Like, what is it, you know? But, yeah. I don't know. Hey, we did our just, we did our service. I'm trying. <laughs> no, I'm well, kidding. that's the thing. It's interesting. No. I did mm-hmm. see someone tweet that, like, they're like, oh, I see nobody talking about Andor. But Do I see people? 10 of those tweets a week. Like, nobody's talking about Andor. Nobody's talking about Andor. That is and, and there's like, it. dude, there's 15 people tweeted this I, today. Like, I saw this. I'm like, that's more people than I see. Tweet about like mm-hmm. I don't know. I wonder what people are looking for. What are they looking for? Yeah, it's so yeah. it's weird. It's a weird thing. I don't mm-hmm. really know how to go about that. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, I'll take this. Okay, uh, Agatha, Covenant of Chaos starts filming about a month. It's Catherine Hahn. It's gonna be very delicious. She says, "I love that descriptive." <laughs> delicious. Everybody knows my thoughts on this story. I could care less. I care less about. Agatha. We can care less. Hardness. We'll see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Charlie Cox says he owes most of his future career to the Save Daredevil fan campaign. He says, even when I had lost hope years ago, they did not. I'm so happy to hear about him. Yeah. I read some Daredevil comics last night. Mm -hmm. And uh, pretty great. Elektra just became Daredevil, so super dope. Oh, nice. I have in my wish list the um, Daredevil Born Again. The Frank Miller one? Yeah, yeah, just to read it. Uh, Just the regular book on Amazon. And then I also got The Secret Wars, the Jonathan Hickman storyline because people are saying that's what it's going to be based on i have that oh really yeah my boy hydra hydra 55 shout mm-hmm. out hydra uh he, when he moved he shipped me a bunch of his comics that he was just going to get rid of so i got like tons of spider-man comics tons of avengers like the whole avengers hickman run oh plus is, so is it like real a comic or graphic oh, yeah. and book oh wow i get the real well, comic no i not the singles but the trade oh. paperbacks so like the oh, okay. collected the collected ones oh okay yeah. cool I was like, man, if yeah. you got those comics, that's 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 huge. No, no, yeah, the, just the collected. <laughs> yeah, what you have like a gold mine you're sitting on? You don't know. No, no, no. no. I like the collected mm-hmm. versions too. Mm-hmm. Like I'm all about it. I got. Yeah, they're, they're pretty. I got four things this week actually. I could show right now while you say the next one. Okay. Um. Well, that's it for <laughs> really all the light news. But um, I guess we could talk about House of Dragon next and kind of what we've been watching. But here we go. Okay, Let's I got comics. F- I got five. It's show and tell time. Okay, I got the Court of Owls. The first two Court of Owls ones. Oh yes! This run, so super excited to jump into those. Audio listeners, uh, go to YouTube and you can see these videos. You can see what we're showing. And then I got this two Star Wars: oh. The High Republic ones. Oh. These are like, this has 15 issues in the run, and so mm-hmm. here's 10. I don't, I haven't got uh, 11 through 15 yet, just because oh, yeah. I want to read these first. And then I've finished my Daredevil collection and got, or for the Chip Zdarsky Daredevil nice. collection, yeah, Woman Without Fear. So. Oh, that's clean. So you I'm have stoked. the whole, you have the whole Daredevil one now, right? That's yeah, all 30 of that nine one. issues. Damn. And then he started back from number one again. So 
I, New one, right? Oh, cool, I'll wait, cool. I'll wait for a couple months till mm-hmm. they have the versions out, the collected ones. Nice, that's sick. Uh, recently, I know we're still talking about comics. Alien. Marvel just started yeah. a brand new Alien series, so they're only on one. Nice. But it is like violent, and it is like super gritty, and the the yeah. the, the, the art on it is like oh, I I have it on saved on my wish list because I do want to get it to see just yeah just Alien, you know? <laughs> yeah, dude, I love that. Now they have it. Um, so I've been watching a lot of Nathan for you. Trying to get to that because apparently he's leaving HBO. Yeah, which is dumb. Yeah. Right after they put the rehearsal in, he has mm-hmm. this renowned fame again. Yeah. Dude, when I tell you this show is so original, I, I'm dying probably like once a night laughing my butt off. It's pretty hilarious. I've only watched a couple episodes here and there, but I, I would like mm-hmm. to watch more. And he's got the movie at the end of Nathan for you. So I'm excited to watch that eventually. Really? Oh, wow. I didn't yeah. know that. Okay. His, the last episode is like an hour and a half, and it's <laughs> kind of <laughs> oh, it, man. like. You can see that that movie inspired the rehearsal. Really? Okay. Something about <laughs> nice. like an Bill Gates impersonator or something oh. like that. I don't really know. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. So, okay, I got you. I'm excited mm-hmm. to see it. I don't really know. It. Yeah. Um, something else I recommend, dude. If you got the time on Netflix, Unsolved Mysteries. If you're in a spooky, you know, like I do like the spooky stuff. Unsolved Mysteries, literally that. Yeah. That's to check out. They got the first Very three cool. episodes. Next three come out next week, and then three after that. Mm-hmm. But that's cool. about it. Love that. Um, I haven't been watching too much. I watched the House of Dragon finale last night, which was absolutely incredible. I think we should record a post series wrap yeah. up. Um, Rest in peace, my boy. I really, won't say who, but my boy. Yeah, <laughs> my baby boy. So everybody, people gotta die. People gotta die. People gotta die. Um, it happens. And then yeah, Andor. I still haven't caught up. And Rings of Power still behind. Movie wise, I watched uh, Thoroughbreds. Okay. And Thoroughbreds is Anya Taylor Joy and. Mm-hmm. Olivia Cook, who's Alicent in uh, Game of Thrones, and uh, it's pretty good. It's about a sociopath and her friend. <laughs> and, uh, I, yeah, I saw it was a clip on Twitter. Who's the, who's the sociopath? Who's the friend? Is it Olivia Cook's the sociopath? Oh, really? Yeah, Alicent. Okay. Yeah, because there was a clip going around where Anya was like, "You're weird. You're crazy. You're psycho." Like, like calling her out or something. Yeah, she's right? mean. She's mean to her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, "What is it, this?" The story like lacked meaning like i wanted to like really it, it was building up to really like mean a lot mm-hmm. and i felt like at the end it like didn't it was like okay Dang. it was a good movie though it was mm-hmm. they're really good olivia cook and Annie taylor joyer are fantastic mm-hmm. together so okay Great. that's it that's all i've watched this week well there you have it ladies and gents what a fun it's been a crazy week it's been a lots of good stuff's coming out um stay tuned hopefully ant-man trailer will be coming looking forward to that jonathan majors oh I, I saw last black man in san francisco What'd you think? Dude, it was it was beautiful, man. I dude, when you said I'm emo when I hear that music, man. When it's I hear so... that music, I was like, Ooh, I don't know why. It was making me think of stuff that like memories yeah. I haven't even had. You know, I was like, what? And I know it dude, hit because San Fran for you. There's one piece that like really sticks with me for that movie, and it's when the main character. Oh my god, I forget his name. Um, do you remember his name? <laughs> no, I'm sorry. He's on he's on the bus. He's on the bus and. There's people just talking a lot of shit. Just these mm-hmm. like these girls on the bus, just like oh yeah yeah, complaining about everything, complaining about everything, and she's like, I hate San Francisco, and he's like, you can't hate San Francisco. He's like, you can't hate something unless you love it. Mm-hmm. And that like I don't know why that stuck sticks with me for so long is like that I feel like that rings so true in a lot of things. Like obviously that one they're talking about the city itself, but. 
Uh, it never rings true for so many things. You can't hate something unless you really love it. It's, it's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I, about that scene a lot. That that one hit. Just the whole kind of concept of cherishing something and kind of taking care of something is so I don't know meaningful. You know what I mean? We don't get that a lot in movies, and yeah. and it was so beautiful because it's so simple. But it's like that simple, is just that's house. movies just to me. Yeah, that's movies to me. Like, dude, the beauty and oh, Jonathan man. Majors. God. <laughs> I'm telling you, he is my favorite. He's like getting to my favorite actor. He's so good in this. He's playing a totally different character than we see now. Like it's mm-hmm. a, then we see the roles he's taking right now. You know, like yeah. in this, he's very understated and quiet kind of in Lost Black Man San Francisco. And now he's going to be play, playing the ultimate bad guy ever in, you know, Avengers. And he's going to be playing the bad guy in Creed. Yeah, like he is big, going powerful people. In. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. Love it. But yeah. Thanks for that recommendation, bro. That was <laughs> good for I'm the soul, you know? That soundtrack is so good. Oh, yeah. When you're in San Francisco. Exactly. No, yeah. Okay. Yeah, there it is. Um, well, there you have it, ladies and gents. Hey, if you are, if you want to check out what we're watching, what we're doing, follow us on Twitter at Bobashinga, at Mr. Hollywood. You can find us there. Um, and TikTok and all of our social media down, it will be linked down below if you're listening on your podcast and all that good stuff. But we appreciate you all listening. This was a shorter episode, but hey. So it's a sweet little package for y'all. But everybody, uh, great. Yeah. Have a good week. Let us know what content you're watching and uh, what you're up to in life. And thanks for the support. <laughs> Peace out.